Welcome to the Veterinary Success Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Douglas. Hi, everybody. It's a radio show this week. It is a day later than normal, so I'm going to record this on a Monday morning and get this out immediately. Yesterday was Halloween, and I hope you and yours had a great Halloween. Good weather wherever home is for you. Here in Indiana, we actually had surprisingly good weather for the first time in a while. And our son, who's about two and a half, went for the first time. Great success. A lot of fun. And uh, I think he almost enjoyed handing out candy at home as much as he did going and getting it. So today's show is going to be geared a little bit towards owners or future owners. I've talked a lot about culture and had guests on that have talked about this as well. I'd highlight David Bassler with Veg. And I know we've talked about wellness and kind of leadership and other different episodes as well. What about when there's a person on the team where maybe you've missed on hiring? Culture and fit and finding the right people are not easy. I want to share a little bit of a personal recent story from my experience as an owner. Hire slow and fire fast. It's a statement you may have heard, might not have, but it's absolutely something taught in a lot of business books, podcasts, leadership. Um, I tend to hold it true, and unfortunately, that was something we had to do recently. Now, for anyone who has had to let someone go, um, and of course, if it's not anything illegal or anything that was like really over the line, it's not easy, it's not fun, it's hard to do. So what happened in our situation? First, the individual was very good at their job. I believe they'll be widely successful down the road. Letting go someone doesn't mean that there's a bad person. It just mean that the fit wasn't right. And there was kind of too much friction that was building in our case. And we had to make the decision. So we made a hire a little over three months ago. And to skip all the, the details, the individual said they were kind of all about the team, but it didn't feel that way over time. There was absolutely a sense of entitlement early on that continued to grow. Communication when frustrated was often like kind of rude, disrespectful, just blunt to the point where it's like, hey, you, you might want to come about this a different way. Um, not only to myself, but my partner and our internal ops team. And the individual didn't ever seem to think that there was a problem with this when it was kind of pointed out and, and often would push back. There was a point where, you know, I candidly owned and made a mistake and um, we sorted it out, right? The mistake was a delay in getting something accomplished for a client, which was absolutely not a deal. Never loved doing that. And I appreciate the goal of wanting to correct the error, but it was really how it was done in the tone in the email and just the communication style was off. Um, I was then told when I had the conversation and kind of said, hey, I don't think this is the best way to do it. I don't think that's constructive. That I likely took the email wrong because I was embarrassed for my mistake. And thus the email was not too aggressive or over the top And that, you know, it was just me feeling hurt because I was reading it wrong. Now there was three people on the email. Everyone thought the same thing. I don't think I was wrong, right? The biggest issue was this person was not really coachable and any feedback that was not positive reinforcement was really taken personally as like they're doing something wrong and then they would harbor that. And so things started to, to come out that there was a major sense of resentment in that the feelings that didn't really align with reality. The end result was this individual wasn't really going to be happy unless every single thing was done to their liking, which is not going to be the case. And after a long call, they posted some things on social media that were really a direct shot at a long conversation we just had. And it was like, hey, this is too much, not going to work. This is needs to, we need to move on from this. Out of fairness, and, you know, that phone call, I felt like there wasn't any traction made. Uh, I knew there was, you know, fractures that weren't going to be able to be healed. So there was always going to be this relationship that was kind of broken and not quite correct. And again, it was way too early to have those feelings. And so we made the de decision to terminate rather quickly and let the situation, rather than let the situation uh, continue to deteriorate. There's so much more that's candidly not, you know, important to share, but the postmortem and actions after everything happened, we absolutely made the right decision. Again, 
things always come out when, when things start getting a little bit more messy. So we had to let him go as the cultural fit wasn't there. We've always said we'll guard that aspect of our business to the extreme. To most of the team, they didn't see anything as, as an issue, and it came as a surprise, candidly. We did share kind of the what, why, and how to ensure that they understood what we did, why we did it, and that, hey, this is not something that we want to be, you make one little mistake. It was like, this is a compounding thing, and this was a character issue at the end of the day. It was not, hey, they couldn't do their job. This was something that if you're not coachable and you can't take constructive feedback and you're never wrong and it's everyone else's fault all the time, that's not helpful. That's not going to make the team better. And so at the end of the day, the team matters more than the individual. And the same is true in vet med. You cannot continue to keep, you know, a cancerous team member or someone that's treating everyone else poorly because you're afraid of the workload, increase the confrontation or anything that may happen after that fact. I personally reached out after all the professionals to do's to the individual um, through a text as a human, just to say, Hey, here's what's going on. As a, as a person, I want to just kind of walk through things. Felt like a mistake. The person was highly emotional and uh, received a lot of attacks, basically attacking the decision and then a lot of guilt tripping um, from that standpoint. So um, looking back, I would still do it again because I feel like it was the right thing, but certainly wasn't fun to go through that either. And I mean, candidly, I created a bunch of more work for myself, not how I really wanted to spend my last weekend, um, this past weekend. And don't really want the extra workload for myself or the team, but it was the right call as a leader and someone that is building a sustainable business. There's too many good people out there to allow the wrong ones to be involved. And that's something that I think really comes home in vet med. And I know that it's really hard to find people across the board, whether it's CSRs, whether it's socio veterinarians, whether it's techs, everything, it's really hard. And so if you have good people, you need to make sure that they know that they're appreciated that you, they know that you care about them and that you can retain them. And then if it's not the right fit, I don't care if it's the highest producer, does not matter if they're going to be trouble on the team. You need to let them go. My word of encouragement is letting people go sucks. It hurts, even if you know it's the right decision. But you have to do it as it allows you to move on. It allows them to move on. And it's not fair to keep someone that is unhappy, that isn't the right fit, somewhere longer than they need to. Because, again, the resentment is going to build and grow. And we started to see that a little bit, and it was only going to get worse and worse. And you just can't keep someone that is always going to be unhappy, resentful, and uncoachable. You spend most of your day with your team, ensure it's the right one. I know the market for help is really tough, right? Again, I'll go back to that. I know it's really hard. But if you know or are questioning, hey, this person on the team, I don't think they're the right fit, you need to have a conversation. You need to think about next steps to let them go. Don't delay. So think about firing fast and hiring slow. You'll thank yourself later. And certainly was a lesson learned on our end. And there's some things taken away that we want to include in our process as we hire questions to ask things to understand better things to really make sure that we're clear on expectations and you know, what the job entails and all of that, right. To make sure that you don't get in a situation like the one that we were just in. So no, this is a short and sweet episode. As I kind of hinted, my weekend's been a little bit longer, uh, a little bit more challenging, but I just wanted to share some things going on because I think it's universal from a business owner perspective that you're going to have you know, personnel, you're going to have people issues. And it's important that you can identify those, address them and be confident in the decision you made. Don't, don't waver, make it move on. And, um, it'll be better for everyone involved. Take care. And we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to today's show. The comments made on today's show should not be taken as investment tax or legal advice.
All comments are for educational purposes only. You should consult your team before implementing anything. Isaiah Douglas is a partner of Vincere Wealth Management. Isaiah is registered in the state of Indiana, California, Texas. The biggest compliment you can give to this podcast is to share it with a friend. Reviews help the show get found, and Apple Podcasts is the platform that predominantly is how people listen to the show. If you have three to five minutes, you like the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts, give us an honest rating and review. That'll help more people find the show. For all of today's links and information, head over to veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. There you can subscribe via your favorite podcast platform so you won't miss another episode. Finally, if you'd like more information, insights, and have the ability for your voice to be heard and interact with show guests, join the private Facebook group. You can go to the Veterinary Success Podcast on Facebook or head over to the veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom where it says about your host and then click on the Facebook icon. That'll bring you into the Facebook group. I'll approve you. You'll be in. And then I'd love to hear your questions, feedback, and anything that you'd like to see added to the show. So with all that, thank you so much for listening. I'll be talking again to you soon.